Yo, what's up? This is The Edge, and I got the privilege to have my boy, one of the guys that, you know, that kind of tucked me under their wing when I was younger, you know, Rohan Marley. You know, everybody know um, his father. Everybody know the significance of his father. But Rohan, to me, is that's a whole nother level because it's personal with me and Rohan. Me and Rohan, we rolled out, and not, not too many times you get the older person to take a younger person and, you know, embrace them the way Rohan did. Rohan did that years ago. We both have University of Miami ties. And anybody that knows about the University of Miami know that we stick together. <laughs> and this right here goes beyond football because we never played football together. But our bond has taken a whole nother level and we both sharpened each other. So, Rohan, appreciate you <laughs> coming on to create the life you want to live. That's my. That's like my mantra, you know. And, yeah. You, and Ro, you, you always are, been doing that, Ro. I mean, <laughs> Ro, I'm thank talking you. About every time they say they say Ro, Ro, the first one come through the U with the big what 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 the truck was the the, um, the typhoon the typhoon truck, <laughs> and then yeah, you know, he, I tell you one thing though, and this goes back way when from you know our connection, and that link that we linked up was. You know, because I watched you, you know, as your elder brother, as an elder, you know, of the school. And, you know, we played the same game. It's football, I'm talking. But then I watched how you played the game, you know. And just watching how you're playing the game and then watch how you challenge the game in regards to the system as far as how you go about, you know, doing your thing. You did it the way that you wanted to do it you know if there's a player that i can think about in my mind and when i when i say you know what who's a realist like who's a, <laughs> like who's a realist like who's one of them like one of them ones bro man edrin james ain't no one else to ej and this is i tell everybody this today you don't see the kind of um player like yourself and what I mean by that it does translate to like life like we talk about right here create the life you know Edrin I've never seen you fall for a lost you know lost meaning uh, we don't take losses that's, the, that's the, but bro part of it's the mindset we don't take losses <laughs> it's a running back thing I'm talking no but, but, but it translates even in business translate to day-to-day -day life. Like Edrin James yes. is a running back that falls forward. And when he's falling, he's creeping. He's like, he's getting like, I don't know how he does it, but he's always getting <laughs> extra yards. Like, he's always like moving forward. Like, Edrin falls. He, he's not, Edrin don't, I've never seen anybody put Edrin backwards. Edrin is like, you, I don't it's know. It's a mindset. Ed, Edrin is the epitome of what I see. When you talk about running backs and you talk about like the Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Edrin James, you know, them, those are the names where you find Edrin James as a back. But what I love, though, is like watching Edrin and then after that, them times, you know, E, mm -hmm. just like as a human being, you know, just how you are, man. <laughs> it's like, man we rubbing off you each move, other, man. How you move, bro, is the way. Man, so bro, thank I, you for having bro. me on this podcast, bro. Man, bro, you give me good energy. Every time you give me some advice, I come back. I yeah. come back to the fam and I say I, I mean, implement it. <laughs> like I'm like do it. I'm gonna do it like Ro. Ro do it. Ro do it big. Everybody don't, don't know Ro. Ro do it big, man. Like I'm telling you, Ro don't do nothing small. But I don't know what. Like at what point in your life that it was instilled in you that you was like Ro? You always talk about being a king. You always talk about lion order. You know everybody don't don't look at themselves as a king. But if anybody that comes around you, they're gonna leave that space. And they're gonna feel like a king, you know. Like, where did that come from? You know, at what part, you know, of your life? I know your journey. You know, a lot of people like to talk about, oh, that's Bob Marley's son, or, oh, you know, roll this, roll that. But like, roll, it's like you have to have it in you. Like, bro, you don't, you don't like, bro, you like, you guys, bro, you have drivers. Yeah, bro, got cleaning people. <laughs> Bro, don't lift a finger, man. I'm like, bro, like, you inspired me so much, man, because I, I take so much. Because I'm like, this is possible. 
It's like where, like where did that come from? Like what's what's the mindset of a person that says, "Man, look, you know, I'm a king, and I'm like really gonna live it." Like where did that come from? What you talking about? E is like the thing we learn as a child, you know, as Rastafari. So we as Rastafari people, we took on to the teachings of Haile Selassie the first, who is a king, you know. But it's no different, and as you say, it has to be inborn in you. But I think the time when this really happened for me was like, all right, you know, trying to figure out how to be a man, play sports, do this. But after that stuff, I was like... At what age, though? Like, around what age? I, I, I got to be around, like... Um, I know when I was leaving UM, like, it was like them time, you know, when I was leaving. Because you're in your 20s, like your 20s. But not even so much in my 20s. It's got to be a little bit, it's going more down, you know, in the, like, it's got to be like getting to like the 30s, you know, like in my 30s. Because one day I was like, wait a minute, all right, what am I going to do, you know? In my, you can say in my 20s, because you have to like do it, you know? I said, what am I going to do? So when I look around, you know, and I see everything I see with my eyes, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, a man built that. Like, wait. But this man was like once a baby that you have to clean his ass. You know, he's like, you shit up himself, you clean him. So it's like, <laughs> you know, this man, like, the person that created that is like, was once a child. And then another thing came to my mind. I'm like, all right. So when I think about what I'm taught by a person, I'm like, the person that's teaching me is 24. That's teaching me when I'm 15 or whatever age I am. So I'm like, wait a minute. That could not be the basis of my knowledge that I'm going to live and govern myself by what a 24-year-old is yeah, telling like me. A, like a little gap. Yeah, like just because you. you have a gap. At You're 12, yeah. he's 24, or they are 24, and they're teaching you. So the young um, teachers, they give you the basics. They give you the basic. Right. But there comes a time when the basics, the basics that they give you is through their own experience. But there comes a time when your experience goes way beyond what they know of you because of your daily life. So I had to say, you know what? I, I had to learn from King His Majesty, Haile Selassie I, that every time I walk my foot on the ground, I want to go heel to toe, right? So, and then what it is? My each step is my most important step. Right. So every time I make that step, I'm fully myself. Right. I'm never not myself. I'm always in that, you know, wherever I'm at, I'm, I'm so happy being in self. Right. And and then we talk about like the liberty in regards to when you come around my house, you see, I kind of spend my money on my home. Yeah, like, I remember that. Rose <laughs> like, hey, Rose like, man, I'm not going to go spend no money at the club. I'm going to like, I'm going to spend all my money on me. Yeah. Like my lifestyle is in yeah, my living in my day. home. When you come there, I want to. If someone can help me pay for pay, if I can pay a lady to help me clean up the place, so I can keep it spotless the way I like it, because I couldn't do it myself. I'm just too meticulous. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna yeah. pay somebody to come and clean my house six days a week. Yeah, because yeah. you were like, bro. I mean, it's time to go to the clubs, everybody. Ro was like, nah, I'm not going to go to the club. Like, the club <laughs> is right here where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <like laughs> you know, like, that's what I figured out. I said, wait, it's where I'm at that's it's happening. It's, I'm, I'm the happening. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> Meaning, like, in myself, you know, bro? Because I make myself happy. I, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, right now. You know, yeah. this is amazing. Nothing else matters. Why? Yeah. We're here. But, like, that's what I was saying. When you say your teacher, like... When did you pick up the teachings of your teacher? You know, when you say, okay, look, I'm going to take on his teachings or I'm going to take on this person. How do you judge the person that actually leads you? I think a lot of people, you know, they they inherit people, you know, and they kind of just follow people. Yeah. But how do you find your person? Well, I tell you, you know, it was like even spirituality, right? It's like I remember um, living in New Jersey at the time. Uh, Miss Lauren Hill, you know, you know, we all, you come around all the time. We, we dinners and family stuff. You know her very well. Nice, nice, beautiful queen. I remember just being around her and how wise and how early she was and is in her advancement in regards to just doing what she's doing at a young age. Right. You know what I mean? From 12 years old working hard and stuff and you know I was in the system in regards to schooling system and following this path but I realized like one day it's like like what am I going to do like you know I'm an athlete you know I love to play sports 
Like, I, like, but I need to do something I can do forever. Right. And what is it that I can do forever? Is make myself a better human being forever, you know? So I figured out that, listen, if I can find something that's consistent. Like, right. Like a tree. Business. Like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> but the business I want to be in. Yeah. I want to be in business with a tree, you know? That has so many limbs. Yeah, and when you water it, it's gonna bear fruits. Right. And as long as you water this one tree, you're gonna get thousands of fruits. Yes, yeah, the basis <laughs> so of it is the, the tree. foundation. Right. So I want to be in a business with a tree that I take care of this tree, and this tree is gonna provide for me. And yeah. I just keep taking the tree, and and then what what the tree provides, I gotta be able to break that system down into a a beverage, coffee. Yeah. So it was my same, it was how I really got into it. I got to realize how to make, because what I said was like, listen, when you look at some man, right? You look at any man in this world, what we all have, we have hands, feet, eye, but we all have the same things. But it's really like, how do we grasp that, that inner self to really know that what you're doing is right for you? Right. So when I real Not what somebody else telling you what's right for you. Like, how do you find out what's right for you? <laughs> I, had to, I had to, like, you know, because truthfully, my whole life, um, I was raised without mother and father. My father passed away when I was nine years old. I moved to America when I was 12 years old. My mother stayed in Jamaica. So I kind of was raised with my granny and my uncles, who they were more disciplinarian. But in regards... Kind of, to, that's, down, that's down south. Yeah. Like, why, Uncle like, what made the family choose Miami? Well, you know, my, my, uh, my granny at the time, you know, in Jamaica, you know, um, too long time history, they get jobs and different things. And through my grandma was living in Delaware. Oh, up north. Delaware, yes. That my, my father's mother. So, so, what, so, so now. How did they go? Jamaica, I, Delaware? Well, well you know, it is. Well, you know, like work. Oh, okay. You know, they work. Sometimes they work on a cruise ship or something. Sometimes my family friend, because they were my granny was working with like the Duponts, like you know she was like a you know help out you know she wasn't she wasn't a lawyer for the Duponts person. Right, right. <laughs> my granny was like she you know she cleaned the place for them at times and then and to work because you know like um, trying to find a better life and you know you had someone from America so yeah. living there we end up in Delaware so after my father used to my father in 1965. He f he worked in Delaware. He used to work at um, one of those like factories where you drive the forklift yeah. at night, you know. But he was a musician. He was making no money in Jamaica. Say, hey Bob, you know we have a little job for you here. If you come to America, if my, your mother, grandmother will file, your mother will file for you. You come to America, have a job. But my father couldn't do that job. He's like me, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, too much. I can't That's do that work. So then, after my father became. Um, you know, more popular in the music business and started making some money. He wanted his mother closer to him, so closer to Jamaica. To yeah, because okay. only an hour and 50 minute flight from Miami to Jamaica. Oh, so okay. that's why, and that was 1976. So that's where the roots of yeah. Bob coming through here. Yeah, in 1976. Where, yeah. So you really was about to be from Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go to Delaware State, though. <laughs> Close. You be going to HBCU at Delaware. Man, <laughs> funny story. They turned me down, but we ain't gonna get into that right hold now. Hold on, Delaware State turned you down, but no, University of Miami Howard you University turned me down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bring that back. Bring that oh back. Bring that back. Bring that back. You know, my my son goes to Howard, Howard University. University. I know. Oh, so Howard University. I told you this. <laughs> Howard University turned down Rohan Marley. They turned me down. Do you hold that against them? I did until nephew went there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Howard University, I, he forgives you. I do. He I forgive forgives you. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, bro, you could have went to Howard University. You could have been. I, I mean, one of the greats that played at, at HBCU. At, yeah, but they said, you know what? <clears throat> I remember this. Is a, this is a funny, funny story. Because you know, in high school, I was everything. You know, my team. I had my own defense. The defense called Booyah Defense. I was in the newspaper every Saturday morning. Then the Hurricanes was in the newspaper Sunday morning. Then the Dolphins in the newspaper Monday morning. But my defense was in the newspaper every Saturday morning. Consistency. 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 <laughs> the, Booyah, the, Booyah the Booyah defense. Boy. And do you keep up with those boys? Yeah, we do. We see them every now and again. I still talk to them. But I remember, he, like, um, 
I had to get my own, like, I had to work my way into UM, like, as a, in regards to, because I love the school, because Robert Bailey one day, you know, he's, he's, he's a bar, Barbasian, and he knew a Jamaican sister of mine, and I met him, he took me out to UM, so I fell in love with UM from before even going to school, and I used to go to the nightclubs early, so I see, like, Anthony Hamlet in the club, and this mm-hmm. one, I see Cortez Kennedy at school, so I, I fell but in love. But you're coming from, but you're coming from Jamaica at 12. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How did you get University of Miami ties to be like, 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 bro, anybody that see you, they know you are like University of Miami. Like, you bleed that orange and green. Like, you would think you was born into it, but you really supposed to win the Delaware State, man. <laughs> Howard, Howard was the one I love so much. But Howard. I mean, you know what? I remember um, in, in elementary school, um, they were playing football. For the first game I played in elementary was a thing called kickball. So it was like it was like you kick the ball and you run the base, but you kick yeah, the like, ball and they throw the ball at it's you. It's similar to like baseball. Yeah, but, but it's kick, a kick. But you come soft. I'm coming from Jamaica with soccer, so I could kick the ball way out. So, but I never, I'm never used to. I've never seen a game like this. I never played these games. Right. I don't play these games. I don't play baseball. I only I used to watch it on TV because we had a satellite. But I never, I never played baseball. I never played these games. So I'm like, all right. So then the next PE day we had football. And, and you thinking soccer? Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. We have football today, right. and I'm thinking it's soccer. But it's really like American <laughs> so I'm, football. I'm dressed up like a soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go out there. I said, "What's this?" <laughs> <The next time. laughs> Nobody warned you, bro. Nobody warned me. I said, "What's this?" I said, "Show." I said, "Show me how that works." He said, he throw the ball like this and like that. And at the time now, this was like September when I started school, was 1984. So now during that time, the Miami Dolphins started to become really yeah. popular yeah. with um, Marino and Nat Moore, them years, right? When they played against San Francisco in 85. So when I fell in love with it so much because the kids I used to want to give, I used to want to come back to school. And tell them about what I want to. I want to talk about what they're talking about. Oh, okay. So you want to kind of fit in. I want to like, fit like, in. Oh, okay. I used to go there. It's like coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> road coming to America. Coming to American America. edition. Trying to fit in. Trying to fit in, bro. You know. So I would do that. The Dolphin would lose. I go home and I beat the team on the Atari. I'll beg my uncle. I say, Uncle Richie, throw me the football. He says, Yeah. All right. Because he didn't want to throw me the football because it's a Saturday. He want to relax. Yeah. I said, because, you know, he's about, he was four years or six years older than me. So he's at college, he's high school sometimes. This man used to tell me, run an L route. <laughs> you had, so you had your offense first. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I, that's where I fell in love with oh, offense. Oh, okay. But the position I loved was, was a quarterback. Look at so, Rohan. Rohan, you're too short to be a quarterback. I love, but I could throw the ball. <laughs> Let me tell you my problem. I couldn't keep my hand under the center. <laughs> I ain't into touching nobody balls. Oh, you told me you don't put your hand up under that, so you said, "Nah, I'm not gonna." I'm do fumbling all that. every time. Every t- I, I, I can't, I can't keep steady. I'm fumbling <laughs> the ball, so that didn't work out for me. So they moved me to fullback. I said fullback because you know I, you can't like I used to be jifty, you know. I'm like I'm not gonna be blocking for this kid because you know how running back work. Yeah, you running back is a is a system. You gotta know like. I mean, I didn't even know which hand to be. You know, they got you yeah, gotta get the I, ball and run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. They had a, a one one of my brethren, Charles Rackley, who was like the running back kid. He knew every pole. He knew the offense, no blocking schemes. You know what I mean? You know, you gotta be smart yeah. to play running back. So how did so how so that's what made you go to defense? No, yeah, they pushed me over the cornerback my um my my tenth grade year. When I played, high school. Palmetto High School. Palmetto High School. I, I I picked off every ball. I, I used the number ten because I was I was a Pele fan, so I chose the number ten as oh, a so cornerback. So you took the soccer, uh, yeah, football from yeah. your native, and then come over here and use that yeah. number ten. So, right. why, so how you go to the University of Miami and get number so, two? So I'm gonna tell you the story. So then my uh, spring ball, they move me to strong safety. The first play, they throw a ball out the backfield to the running back, green helmets. I hit him, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, I thought I didn't know what to I thought once you got on the helmet, I could hit you, you know? You're on the helmet, but we're in shorts. What is he doing? The same day, the linebacker hurt his knee. We need a linebacker. We need a linebacker. Rohan Marley, come on. This is your future. This is where you're going to play. This is- I said, linebacker this time was Don Solinger, the coach. That was my running. That was my position coach. That's your position So you was at 
Hold up, that's University of Miami. When, when he was a, was at, when he was Jimmy. All right, when when Jimmy Johnson left, when Erickson came in, he didn't he didn't keep um, he didn't keep Coach Sollinger. So Sollinger took a break now in the, for the and spring, he came to your school for spring ball because his son was in uh, uh, summer school there. So oh, he came okay. there and does coach to hang out in like. Man, we got assist. so many ties, man. You yeah, see, man, it's crazy. Coach Solinger, Coach Solinger was like the Coach greatest, is my, the greatest running back he's coach my guy. ever. Coach Solinger yeah. is my first teacher at at linebacker. He's the guy yeah, that said pretty, you're it. I never knew that, bro. Coach Solinger is yeah. the guy that told me I'm it. So I went there. They moved me to linebacker. I said, well, I can't use. I don't want to use number ten. I said, what number do you want? I said, give me number forty-four. The Bosworth. for the Bosworth. Oh, everybody was into the Bos. I was into the Bos. Until you got ran over. Right? <laughs> yeah. so. By then, I was already out of Bos. <laughs> I was already Rohan by then. So I took that number. Junior year, I remember I didn't know the plays. I used to have to ask the senior. I said, where, where, where do I go? They say, go there. I said, all right. They run, they play the ball. I'm on, I made every tackle. So you're just a reactor. I'm just a reactor. Yeah, I just, just go with the balls at to learn the game. And it, but I also wanted to know my hole, you know, right. A, B. And so I started to learn that senior year. Um, again, it was going to the summer. Erickson now moves into Miami. Yeah, the University of Miami becomes the head coach, right? His son is now at the school at, U, says, at Palmetto. Hey, I have a guy. You got to get him on here. I had to. Introduced because you know from Sandra time and then yeah. Coach Lubick, Sonny Lubick, the defensive coordinator, his son was going to um, the summer school as well, so I befriended them. <laughs> now I work, I work, I introduced myself to the coaches. I worked my own way. So Sonny Lubick, <laughs> he says, "Listen, if you, you pass, connected the dots. Yeah, I couldn't myself. Yeah, no, no. So you got yourself to the I University got of Miami. To the University of Miami." I used to go and see Coach E when I was in high school. Let's pull up at his house because I know where he lived because his son went to my school. His son was you know, you on got, my like, team. You like legendary around the University of Miami. They so say you had the Typhoon. So you don't I came in with a Beamer, the convertible Beamer. <laughs> they didn't too, like they weren't so happy. Like in college, you got that. Like they, they had like Rohan rules. They like, they used to always say, Rohan, don't get drug tested. <laughs> Back then, everybody got drug tested. Rohan, don't get drug tested. <laughs> They said because it's a cultural thing, so they made an exception for you. Wow, I love it. I Is mean, that true? I mean, I don't know because I did smoke herb in college, but I never failed the test. <laughs> <laughs> so, I never failed the test. It was good because you know we can't get the University of Miami in trouble, but right no, we're now, not getting them in trouble because I used to they take had, the, they had the Bob Marley. I never failed the, the test. Rohan Marley, the exception of you know, but that's a cultural Religious. thing. Religious just, practices. Yeah, the religious reasons. They say Ro can get high. They say Ro had the typhoon. Like, Ro had so many different privileges. Like, you was legendary around there. We always heard about that. You know, we coming in. I'm coming in in 1996. Right. And right. they always talk about what Ro could do. Ro had all these rules that <laughs> didn't apply to him. Like, like, how? Like, how can you play without getting a drug test? Like, we were getting drug tests. They got us in there with this little cup. Yeah. Every week. I did the cup thing. I did everything right. You had somebody pee for you. Right? No. I did it. I went, <laughs> I went in there. I did it. I used to take. Well, honestly, when they used to say, hey, Rohan, you have a drug test in the morning, I'll, I'll go to the Chinese man. I, I buy this herb thing, herb juice, like uh, herb tea. And I would drink a lot of it, like two gallons, you know. So Ro got the ingredients, I had y'all. The, I, had so the remedy, I had the remedy. Nah, <laughs> right now it's like it's, they got everything. It's kind of wide open right now, so. Mm -hmm. You know, nowadays, um, how do you feel? How do you feel about you know the you know the, the world opening up? You know to what? cannabis. You know what? It's really important for us to know this because on my my uh, company line order, uh, my brethren Mike James, which is which is your University one, of one, Miami. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a business partner with us, and he's one of the first NFL players to really fight against the opioids, you know, because he didn't want to take opioids because he had a really bad injury and he didn't want to take opioids. So he was like a very combative, like an advocate for um, really herb as a medicinal right. component. So he, we, we, he's a part of our company now. He's a member of the line of the company, such as you are. And we just love that. And I'm very happy where it is today because I know the stress and, you know, like inflammation, any type of inflammation is not good. 
you know. But the drugs that you take for the inflammation is even worse. So why would why would they approve those things? Like, okay, from your stand, from your stand, why do you think it took so long for them to be accepting yeah. of the marijuana or the cannabis? Like I tell you again, we go back to the guy that told you it was no good for you. This guy was probably twenty five years old. He had no knowledge of anything. He was probably getting. He's probably being like, what do you, what do you call those a lobbyist? The guy that wanted a, a few... He probably had a motive. A motive because you have another lobbyist that's pushing dollars into his organization so they can bring like a Bayer's or a head... Something, some of these things because, you know, big money always speaks. And because of these lobbyists that works with these pharmaceutical companies right. and they lobbying for the government to pass these laws and hold back these laws as well as the tobacco industry because once, it, you know... You smoke tobacco, you get cancer. You smoke herb, you elevate. So it's a, it's a, so obviously they wouldn't want to see the herb become what it is today, which is a medicinal thing, you know? Herb is medicinal. But what, take, what, 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 do you, what do you think, what took it so long for them to recognize that man, they have all these be, professionals? You see, what took it so long again, brother? You know how it, everything works like this. If they can't tax it, they can't tax so it's it. all business, so they're <laughs> going to actually... <laughs> It's so you're, you're a sacrifice, sacrificial lamb. You're a sacrificial <laughs> lamb. You know, like when you go to war? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the, the, the military, you know those guys? Those guys are sacrificial lambs. That's what it is. But now we're moving forward. That's like, the one thing I do appreciate with, appreciate about the, where, we, where we are in this country or things are moving forward. You know, like I like the Love athletes that. getting paid. Love that. Cannabis is here. Like we're actually yeah. moving in the right direction. Yeah, more just, freedom, more like more free will, you know, like and more like more like to more because you know what it is too? Like you talk about what it is to be a king and a lion like we are. It's, that's the awakening because what makes you that is your awakening to the present moment of who you are, you know, and, and what you really bring to the table. But how do you know who you are? Well, we, we, us. It's certain people know who they are, <laughs> like but it's certain know, people, they like, take a long time. I'll give time. you a perfect example. The ones that know, it's our responsibility to let others know who they are while they're growing. You dig? So it's not that they don't know. It's like we, we were young at one point, didn't know, but now we know. But while we know, we see one, one of our young little lion cubs running around. Hey, 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 hey. Come, 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 but what if, what if I let you know and that you one-up me? You see, you can't one-up me. Cause so you have to be in you, a comfortable you, space. You, yeah. You have, to, you, have to, you have to, and that's your humility. That's having humility. That's not having ego, because you can't one-up me. No one can one-up anyone, because at the end of the day, we all go to our separate ways and go home and close that right. door. <laughs> you know, so. But right now, you have, certain, you have certain people that want to keep people up under them because maybe yeah. their insecurity or maybe they don't feel like they would be able to go up even yeah, um, any farther. That's why we live in this, this, it's tough, you know? It's a society, man, you know? It's like, you know, it's, that's the wrong stuff right there, you know? Like, them type of mentality. That's why, you know, that's why But we if have everybody to give was thanks. a king, then who's going to do the work? No, but everyone can't be a king because, you know, it's a time, you know what I mean? Because it's like everyone, everyone don't have the same know-with-all. It's like everyone can't be a, a Hall of Famer running back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who's going who's gonna to, like, you know, sp- play special teams? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's rules, you know what I mean? It's like it's not really, you know, you know what I'm saying, bro. Not everyone's going to be president. Not everyone's going to, like, be a leader. Some, some are followers and some need to be led. But if you accept from the leader what you're being told or what you're being taught this is what helps you in your own daily life because everyone is really a king in their own way you know what i mean because once you go in your household that's your kingship that's your kingdom as a human being so within oneself it's really a, it's a matter about awakening that consciousness within ones and ones to realize that yo listen the same way you can open a fridge and get a glass of water when you're thirsty the same way you can do anything else right so this right here was, but like we was talking about earlier, like 
is this something that you was taught or it was embedded <laughs> in you or you went and researched it? I promise it? you, it's got to be, it was taught. Ain't no embedded nothing and researched and and embedded. <laughs> it ain't just ain't it ain't just embedded. It's taught, to, like, researched, to embedded. Know, to to know yourself and to know the fact that like man, I'm yeah. I'm like I'm a big dog. I'm a king. Like, but it's something has to give like, you that confidence. But, but you know what the king is right. The king is just believing in oneself. Like so, when I say, if I say my stomach is hurting me to someone. And tell me, nah, and someone said to me, no, nah, you're all right. I said, what the fuck you mean I'm all right? And I said, no, my motherfucking stomach's hurting me. What do you mean I'm all right? The fuck you talking to? So that's where it comes from. <laughs> if I tell you something about me, how the fuck are you going to tell me about me? It's like, it's like relationships, right? How a relationship works for me, I always tell the woman, I say, listen, here, we, here what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you about me, and you're going to tell me about you. Whenever you start telling me about me, it ain't going to work. So can I ask you a question? Sure. How you get Lauren Hill? <laughs> How I met Miss Lauren Hill? <laughs> well, I was lonely. <laughs> How do Rohan? I was alone. How do Rohan get Marley somebody from New Jersey? You down here Lauren, in the University yeah. of Miami? I must say this though, my brothers, you know, because my brothers are musicians, and it was um, the Smoking Groove tour in 1995. Right after I left college, I didn't know what I wanted to do with life. I was lost. Lost in regards to... I thought you went to Canada. Didn't you go to Canada? I go to Canada, but I couldn't stay over there. They don't play good football. I can't play that kind of football. That's not my game. I can't do it. I, I, I just, I, I couldn't do it no more. And you know what they did to me in Canada? Can I tell you a Canadian story quickly? Very. And then I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> anyway. All right, I walked in the locker room. And after the last practice, before they're going to make the cuts, I walked into my locker room. And there's the, I came two weeks late to camp, so nobody likes me anyway. There's a vets on this side, and there's a rooks on this side. I walk in the middle of the locker room, and I look to my left, my right, and there's my locker. And on the face of my locker is a picture of a mass crashing into the, you know this picture, crashing into a, uh, like a, a, a windscreen grass saying that the program is crashed. The University of Miami crashed. Okay, that's back you, you, in, yeah. you know that picture. It was on my locker. You know what I did? I said, yeah. I go to my locker. I take the picture off my locker. And I stand in the middle of the floor. And I slammed it on the floor. <laughs> I told them, I said, let me tell you something. Because none of you motherfuckers play for Miami. And I walked Real out of the Miami locker. Hurricane. Yeah, none of you because none of you motherfuckers play for Miami. I walked out of the locker room. They cut me, but they made, they kept me. And but I didn't like it up there. They won't play the kind of football I play. So I left, went on the road with my brothers, with Smoking Groove. I used to hear this beautiful voice. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, and I look, and one day I saw her walking in front of the bus with her guitar, and I blew the horn, and she looked up. <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> and she, she, she kind of gave me a little smile. So another day. But was she known there? Yeah, yeah, they're number one. They, no, so she was known. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know her like okay, that. You didn't know her person, but, but she but was she's known. known. Popular because when I, I've never, see, I've never seen this because I remember I'm in college playing right. ball. I'm not into music and my brother's world. But when I would go, I said, you know what? I'm gonna, and I always used to just stay back because my brothers, they're very humble. They don't watch any other performances. They just go do their thing and they're out of there. So I used to stay with them all the time, you know. First one at the venue, we're there all day long and... So I'm like, you know what? Let me go take a look. Let me see what's happening. And I go watch her one day perform. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I saw the people, the energy. They're moving down there. And she fucking belting. I'm like, wow. Like, this woman can sing. I'm like, that's little old you singing like that? She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one day, so one day I'm, I'm, it was like five of my brothers walking. And, we're, and it was just her alone. And we're walking this way. And she's coming this way. And I'm kind of on the end. Yeah. So when she walked by, I stuck, out, I stuck my hand out like this. <laughs> and she stuck her hand out. And we kind of hold hands. And, and I, we, I did like one of these numbers. You know? And just watched her walk. walk yeah. right. <laughs> and I stopped for a little bit. And that was it. So from that day, I pursued her. And we started a relationship, and it went wonderful. We have five beautiful children. 
Um, I was very instrumental in helping her with the miseducation of Lauren Hill in the first, in the, in, you know. That's classic. In, in regards to like, you know, I was there day one. Hey, what, what you need? Oh, I need to find a, um, a guitarist. Oh, I know my dad guitarist. Oh, I, bro, I need to go down to, you know. I'm having a little issue in America here because yeah. they didn't want her to really do this album. So I said, you know something? Come to Jamaica. So that that album was done in Jamaica. Yeah, the beginning, the more, the main parts of it. Yeah, the 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 the, the first part, like the one last yeah. one, last ones. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. So we went to Jamaica and we laid the foundation for that album because I wanted to get her away from like the the the, the system up there. Yeah. They weren't they weren't so happy with her. With so that's me. the Rohan move. You see him, you walk, and you just walk him, and you, that's how you. Yeah, nah, that's, like, that's your that, game. I mean, that's that, role that, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go for it. You gotta go. You can't let this walk you by. This is my shot. This this it. This the shot. This it. This is it. You gotta take her. She walking alone. So Here I am. I feel confident. My brother with me. I feel like a lion. If I was probably by myself, I'd probably walk by. <laughs> I'm a little bit too nervous. He <laughs> said, I got my brothers, I got the big got, dogs got, with me. I'm going to show them now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to show them who I am. <laughs> so that was kind of help. That gave me kind of um, the boost, you know? Help the my confidence. Yeah, it gave me the confidence. So yeah, bro. So that's kind of how I met man, this That's a good game, here. man. That's a good you. game. Man, you, had to, you had your teammates with you to give you the confidence. To I had go. my teammates, man, <laughs> pushing me on. And they didn't even stop and look. They already know what They didn't even was. see the move. They, no, but they of course the move, they see bro. the move because they see, hey, what? I'm not in the, because the, we walking side by side. But they didn't do no stop and check. Yeah, they okay. already know. I yeah. fall, fall back. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, pulled the move on him. <laughs> That's yeah. what's up, man. So that, Miss Lauren is a legend, and I'm very happy that we met that day and that we, you know, we pursued and had a beautiful life together and beautiful children. So she continues to be a legend, and she's still working and doing wonderful things. So I'm proud no, of that. That's pretty dope. I just saw um, um, on the show, you know, they... She brought you on stage. Yeah, yeah, that in was Brooklyn. Pretty cool, but that's like it's pretty cool, you know, to have maintain that like you that know relationship. But, but you've been to my daughter's. You've been to Sailor's 18th birthday. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> you were there the yeah. birthday, the dinner. Yeah, so you been, yeah. Edgen and I, we've been family man. a long time. Yeah. I mean, wow, that's pretty cool to bury just you know, like after all those years, still maintain the same level of respect love that. for you have each to, other. You know what? I respect her like I respect her in a way like more than just like a woman that I was with her, you know. I respect her like a really high level queen stuff because I promise you, she's gotta be one of the smartest person I've ever met in my life. I mean, she's so intelligent. So intelligent, brother. Like, man, I'm like, wow. So I look at her like really like I didn't make her a queen. She was already, she was already a, queen. a queen. She was already but a she queen. knew she was a queen. She knew she was a queen. And she recognized but, but, the queen. That re but you know she recognized what? the king in Rohan. So and you did what? this. This way now, a, king mm -hmm. can, a queen can't walk alone, neither can a king. So that was kind of my first, if you really want to know the, the first liberty of the king life, that's when that I stepped. That was it right there. When I met that queen, is I stepped into my kingdom and my kingship. And those, that's when my life began as like this Rohan, you know, because I got to hold it down. Like when my, yeah. I'm with this great woman, I, I got to step it you up. You got to step it you up. You got to step yeah. it up. You can't have one up you. You can't one up me. <laughs> <laughs> so Rohan, you know, like you, um, everybody knows when you hear the name Marley, you talk about the legendary, the one of the greatest, you know, and one thing we talk about on Create the Life you know, I like always to I like to always inspire, motivate, uplift people, and also give give insight. And for you, as the child of one of the greatest people, a greatest human being mm. that have left a lasting impression on so many people, like I would like to know from you, and I think the viewers or anybody that's looking, like, what does it take to become great from 
and and greatness it goes into so many different levels but your father has went to a a level that nobody really it's hard to compare to so when you see greatness um not only from a sports standpoint you know what does it take or what do you see in people like your father or people that's great that makes them great i, I would say like um to really sum that up i would say i would never try to copy my father's life i want to be uh, a continuation like uh, I want to be the vision that he saw that is what I want to manifest I don't want to be what my father is or was I want to be the things that he talked about doing and I want to be the change that he talked about he talked about making right so but when you when you see him like what made him so great I think what made him so great was is, is his commitment to the truth his commitment to the most I and his commitment to the love of people because my father's main thing was, you know, if I have two, I give you one. Meaning, you know, in regards to theoretically, not not so right. and so, but he's always a help your brother man, you know. So my father had this compassion for people and I feel like that compassion and also his how he was raised, you know, how he came from uh a white father, a black mother, looked down upon by everyone because he was considered corruption, you know. So being like that, an outcast, he had to find a father, and he found that father in Haile Selassie the first, and, and through the teachings of Rastafari and being able to implement that in our daily lives, which is where you try to find that God consciousness, I think that's what makes him so great because he's able to live the life that he speaks about. Right. And, you know, you see somebody like Bob Marley, it's like it's hard to duplicate that. And I think it's, I look at it as pretty, pretty much impossible. Can't can be duplicated. But, you know, there's always another level. Where there's always another person. But, but imagine, imagine this, right? So the father, so the son. And the, 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 the son is to be greater than the father. You know why? Because the father has the... supposed to give him everything. That's it. And then plus what you have. So... The father, you have all of your father, and then you on top of your father's knowledge. That is just greatness upon greatness. So you're to be greater than your father, and that is what it really is, because we have all of that experience and that knowledge that he has experienced for you. It's yours. That's what he built. So you're supposed to build upon that. So imagine you're not supposed to start build a next to your father. No, you build on to your father, make your father you add on to you it. Add on to your but father. But like it's, it's just for for some reason, you know. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or right. you know we like we don't embrace you know the father. Fathers. We don't embrace it's a, it's the a, people. It's a no. It's a Babylon thing because Babylon here, right? Babylon, no. The stronger the man is, is because of the strength of the father, right? And Babylon, no. If they can keep the man weak, <laughs> they keep they, they they keep if they can keep the father and the son separated, then the fa the son will have a leader. So this way they can they can they can advance. Yeah, and this way you, you're lost. Like you, yeah. you need your father. It makes it tougher. To advance. It, so it, makes it and, tougher. And, and it comes down to common sense. You think about it. Like if I'm a if I'm the son of somebody great and I got all this instilled in me and plus I have this new era that I can I have one up on. Yeah, that is that's magic. That is where you have to grasp. You can't you I cannot relive my father's life. I can't walk in my father's shoe, but I can continue his footsteps. Right. And I think you're doing a great job. Thank you, bro. And and, and you know one thing about it, I know um I know y'all have the movie coming out. It's a movie coming out that's going to speak on a lot of those things. And, you know, I think Absolutely. everybody's looking forward to it. So tell me about the movie. Like, Rohan, like, when, when will I see Rohan in the movie? You, I mean, as a, you see me in the end. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, during, it's a certain time period because the time period is like, I think, in 1975 during the assassination attempt on my father's life. And my brother Ziggy, he, he really did an excellent job in telling the story of my dad, just his whole life encapsulated in that short period of time. But he was able to, like he talked about, we talked about that 90 seconds, is being able to bring in that 90 minute or whatever amount to really the, the key points we talk yeah, about, those five pillars to, that to we really talk about. It, right. You know? And the five pillars that we talked about are the five pillars in this movie of that's called One Love. It's a beautiful love story. 
you get to understand Mama Rita, how, how compassionate mm. and how, wow, beautiful a soul she is and how, how loving she, are, she is to all of Bob's children. You get to find out how Bob is as a man and who he is as a man and how he, he came up through life and had no handouts. You know what I mean? He had to really work hard for it. And it's, it's what it is. And, and really, the, the truth, you know, it, it starts with your mother and your father, of course, and, it, and you need both. It's balance, and this movie is gonna show you a lot of that with my dad, because always there's always a strong woman in you know, a strong man's life, as well as a strong man, you know. So this is what's important for us, and it's called the One Love Movie, and it's coming out February 14. Oh, that's gonna be great. I'm, you know, make sure I check it. But I have like, for me, it's like it's um, you know everything that I know about Bob and know through you. It's nothing but positive, positive, positive. <laughs> And then you talk about somebody it's trying. It's so truthful, bro. My but this, father. But this, is this, 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 this way I'm confused. Like, yeah. I'm confused because I have never heard not one thing negative coming from Bob or coming about Bob when it comes up to the person. And then when you talk about this movie based on an assassination, like, why, so, like why would a person want, like, yeah. you're, you're the son. And you have more, mm. you have more information, more detail. Sure. Like why would a person want to assassinate a great person that's only here to help and uplift? Man, it's a wow! It's such a horrible place, you know. Such a horrible set of people. Most mentality, you know, greed, jealousy, envy, and lust. You know, all these negative things. So why that took place was my father is a man that he he took no sides. And in Jamaica, in, the, in those times, it was very strong, the politics, which was a, a one group called Jamaican Labor Right Party and the People, People's National Party. One was, one was more of like a Castro favorite guy, and the other one was more like a Reagan kind of favorite guy, like an American favorite guy. So because of that system and during the election time, um, one party felt like if my dad would do this performance, He's gonna raise, He's gonna create more votes for the other part. For the other side, and yeah. so they really takes a great. They human rather being. To, they rather annihilate him instead of losing the election. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then yes. my father, he, you know, like you said about the positive, positive way of my dad, you know, he went and lived in England, and then he came back to Jamaica because. The place was going crazy because they couldn't believe what took place, and he tr he, tr he tried to bring peace again by bringing those two guys on stage. So he was a true advocate. You of know, course, he was a true advocate uh, he's of a peace. real. He's a real. Yeah, he, he won a. He won one of these. He won a peace medal from yeah. like the system. But it's like, and it's, it's, it's really kind of so. crazy that people want to, you know, just it's, to it's one up, but just to win. But you know, like an election, just to. But but it's it's no different than the early days. You know, when we go forward into. The, in, in the times of Christ, you know, it's the same things. You know what I'm saying? It's like just because this man is over here preaching about such thing and he doesn't go go in regards to your systematic way, he's not in a suit and tie or he's not wearing a, a he's not, he's, you know, right. yeah, the same the same things. You yeah. just don't, you're not following the system. Yeah, if you're not going to be one of the guys that kind of yeah. stay in line, yeah. we're going to do something yeah. about it. Yeah, and you, and you talk about the like financial freedom. Right. Financial freedom is what helps us to kind of be able to move out of like. It gives you a voice. Yeah. It gives you a true voice. And that's true why voice. I, yeah. You know, like in, in creative life, and like I, I also take pride in having financial freedom because it gives you a chance. It gives you a chance to be. Like yeah. I get a chance to live free. Absolutely. Because of the fact that you, I don't you, have to put up with this or put up with that. Absolutely. But but you you work for that. That was not like you didn't just born like that. No. Yeah. You, it's not you, given. You, no, it's not given. You, yeah. It's like you had to, to 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 be still and be focused on on your craft, and your craft was able to do this, and now you're able to build upon that. Because it's, remember, most of the things that we do in life, in the beginning of our stage of life, is a physical way. When we find the, the when we find the true science of self and be able to <laughs> not have to use our physical right to to so you go from up here yeah <laughs> you know you use your hands when you're young yeah. you use this when you're older absolutely yes yeah. yes, yes. You no know, but that's um that's great insight true I think a lot of people appreciate the fact that you know you see the why 
behind the different motives and the different moves. Truly. And then, um, you know, like for, for yourself, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a businessman, and I know you created Lion Order. Yeah. Lion Order. You know, like I, I see it on every one of your posts. I see it on everything. It means a lot to you, but I think it's, it has more significance than just being a brand. And sometimes you look at brands, they're just a selling point or something that, you know, you can profit off of. I think when I look at Lion Order, I think of you live it. Yeah. Like, bro, you know, like, so define what is Lion Order to you? I'm going to define Lion Order now. So, and Lion Order can be defined in an instance. So one day, and this is me looking on the outer, outer, outer perspective of outer self, you know. I was in a safari and I was going down the, the little track with the Jeep. So I saw, I saw the lion coming this way. So I stopped the Jeep and the lion kept walking because it was sundown. And um, the pathway that I'm on, in front of me, there's like 200 gazelles and all different type of animals. And the lion is coming this way, you know, and we stopped the vehicle. The lion on his pathway, at no time did the lion break a stride. At no time did I, the object, interfere with where he was going or what was in his mindset to do or what was in his pathway to go or where he was going. He did not look neither left nor right. And, and what I noticed when the lion held his head straight and he walked across the vehicle, in the background, I saw every animal frozen. Mm. Everybody froze. Everyone of... frozen. And the lion's just going about it because he's not, he's not looking for food. It's sundown. He's going to, he's, it's time, he's over, his day's done. He's going with the sun. He's going to go set. But his presence. His presence. So what I learned is that a lion is a lion every single day. A lion wakes up a lion, goes to sleep a lion. A lion is a lion. So what we call lion order is really returning to self. And that's the kingship we talk about is really governing oneself and believing in oneself, knowing that your thoughts are your thoughts. And you have to be able to discern within yourself to know between truth and truth and rights. And when you start living in truth and rights, this is when you walk as you are. You don't have to look left or right. You just be. You just be. And that is lion order. Just be. No, lion order. No, I have more respect for lion order. <laughs> that's a good story, bro. But that's like when you think about the lion, like he just is always he's a, he's a lion. He's always a lion. You got different people. They change. They turn into this. They the, turn the, into li that. The lizard. But the, they, the they, lion the, 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 is, this is what he the, is. The, 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 what do you call that thing? The frogs, the, this one, the, that one. Yeah. Even the piglets turn into pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. Chicklets turn into yeah. chicken. <laughs> right. No, it's yes. great, man. That's you know, the like, fire, um, right? thank you. But you know, we're here. We're creating the life. You know, I, my thing is to, you know, I believe everybody has a possibility or opportunity if they give themselves the, enough credit to be and live this life. I don't think one person should live something that the other person don't have the opportunity to. But you know, some people are gonna have one up or they're going to have a little advantage but you still get a chance to live it because you still, you still got a chance you know, we're all human beings yeah, we're, you're still and, here you still yeah you, the, the greatest thing is once you exist you you got a chance you got a chance and, that, and that's <laughs> that's my whole thing is like and that's the basis of creative life creative life is like what do you deem as right what do you think is good for you it's like what would you do if money wasn't an issue right that's the true you like, right you know that's whatever you do if nobody that's judged you was the an issue and that's where i look at when i look at creative life you know i was like man you want people to step into themselves <laughs> seriously and say, man, important look, it's a beautiful life because we have this window this timeline from zero to whenever it's over that's your story yeah and within that story you know I hope to inspire people to man. You, you got do. You got to live. You you. you I you must got to motivate. I must tell you to say, look, you gotta say, like, dude, I'm coming from one of the poorest towns 
in the state of Florida, yeah. probably in the U.S., but I get a chance to live a life because I up here mentally. Mentally. Said, I'm not going to do what everybody else do. Why? And not saying I'm not special because yeah, I think I'm know, special. We all, we, we're special. We're all special. We're all special. You better but recognize. You have to recognize that you know other people, they have special in themselves also, but you have to recognize it. And then you have to go and live it. You have yeah, to really got, step out yeah, on the limb to live yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a daily it's it's like it's like we talk about the lion. There's not a day the lion don't find food to eat. Every day he's gonna <laughs> find it. <laughs> like he's, he's he's gonna do what's necessary. He's gonna do what's and necessary. I, and, and you know, it's good it's good that you said that because the things you prioritize, the things that are important to you. You're gonna find. You're going to make sure that you have them. That's why and you see John today, and you're gonna see John next week. John yeah. might have a soft. John might have a soft story, but, but man, John, you all right? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm good, man. I made it through. I know you would. <laughs> John, every day, you know, every day, John not yeah. survived. But that's what it's about. And then Facts. you know, like a lot of times, you know, you know, you really don't know. I think it's it's the lack of information and a lack of confidence. I think we have a lot of insecure people that really don't believe in themselves. And I hope to inspire, motivate, uplift yeah. people to say, man, look, man, it's not what you think it is. You know, I'm coming from one of the poorest towns and I'm hanging with some of the most wealthy people. And I'm saying, <laughs> They're hanging man, with like, you too. <laughs> They're hanging with you too. Just remember hey, but that. But the thing about it is, it's like you, you're starting to see like, man, look, it's all possible. That's Everything. Everything is possible. Truly you know? so. And you know, Adrian, I must say, man, um, my brother, you inspire a lot of people every day. I appreciate and, it. And um, everyone is watching you, you're, everyone, because it's why you do it, because you know that their eyes are always on you, because you know, you're one of, like, what, 340 people? 350 or 60 people, but. 360 that's people. That's a sport. That's a sports thing, but, but, but you're not playing sport. Right. And, but you're still that. <laughs> if if you if you pull up a book, <laughs> it's still it's you're, it's forever. Right. There's not many your legacy. You 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 built that, and now with your mind and your tenacity, I mean you have we have, we're, we're, this podcast. We're in Orlando. You're in Atlanta. You're in Miami. Come on, man. And it's just watching you manifest the things that you say you're gonna do, and that's what I call create the life. You know. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate, you know, because that's what it's about. It's like, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's not about this person, it's about the whole. You know, like, if you see something you like, see something you're into, like, I take pride in, I'm not harming nobody. Yeah. I'm not disrespecting nobody. nobody. Everything is positive. Why can't I get what I want? Yes, That's, sir. that's yeah. what I ask myself every day, like, why can't I have it? And I don't see no reason yeah. anybody can't have whatever they want. Especially if you're doing it the right way. Do it the right way. Yeah. Integrity. Yeah, you have to have integrity and you have to, you know, like, you know, I always base things on loyalty, principle, sacrifice. Those three things right there, they have been like a foundation for myself forever. It's for everyone. But those things right there can take you so far, but you have to be willing to. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to stand in the paint because there's going to be, be some willing. people that's going to challenge you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the challenges are coming. <laughs> but that's, that, but yeah. that, you know, it's like, like we always have this thing that say adversity causes people to break, others to break records. <laughs> I chose to break records. <laughs> that's why you, you know, it's like, it's a fact. Because that's lying order. Every day. Every day. That's lying yeah. order. I'm, I'm telling you because. You know there's failure too. You know there's like, and and I always like, for instance, if we can ever have a mirror, but the mirror, you need to be able to be still and you need to be able to watch yourself. <laughs> yeah, you got at the same time you still gotta, on the outside looking yeah. in. If you can watch yourself, you see how wonderful you are as a person, how great you are, how strong, you know, because it's the time we don't get to reflect on self. Because human beings in general, man, we're really, really strong people. But if you don't recognize, if you don't look into your own eyes and check yourself, like, come on, man. You know? Yeah, you have to. Like, <laughs> like, I like that analogy because, like, if you can look in a mirror, but you stay still and see yourself, 
then you'll see the same things that you judge. You <laughs> and once you get, once you remove yourself from judging things because you're judging yourself. You know, judging yourself. And those the, those things I think a lot of times it, it's like you, you know they call it like you contradict yourself or you're being a hypocrite. You said a keyword. You, know, you have to you have to stop that. You have to stop that. You have to look at it like be realistic. You, all you the way these around. words here, right? As you talk about judge, you know, so men think it, so is he, you know. Your thoughts are your thoughts. Your words are your words, you know. So you got to watch your words, man. Because you see what you say? If you can walk around this earth, like, I, 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 one of the first things, this is how another way I, I became this type of man. I said, you know what? I'm going to, but it's a practice, though. Right. I had to practice it. I said, you know what? I'm going to walk around. And every woman I see, I'm going to see them from above their shoulders. So I had to remove my carnal mind. So you move, like they say, you meet, you be the man with the visual, you meet the woman with the words, you took out the visual, yeah, and I, now you're trying to see a person as who they are. Who they are. Remove the carnal mind. So like I, 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 I found myself, because it's the kingship, right? A king heads head up, you know? A king don't look down, you know? A king is head up. So it's a part of the posture and how you go through life. You see people above you know right. you don't you don't lust you don't because why do i need to look at you for what reason right <laughs> i don't need i need to look into your eyes i, I don't need to look at you know <laughs> what you're dealing with yeah. I don't, what, 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 what <clears throat> shirt, color shirt you wearing what does it matter to me what right. i don't you know what i mean so there's where the judgment gets removed right you see when we can start to see and it's a thing we're not seeing eye to eye Right. They say, oh, man, I want to see. No, eye to eye. You gotta, we got to live like that. This is where we got to live. We got to walk head up and look above the shoulders so you don't get to, because everyone's head is yeah. just. But it's going to tell the story. It's going to tell the story. If you talk to them long enough, you look in the eyes and you see the way they move the, and you the, see everything. the things that they reply. Everything. You know, you, it, it give you it, a lot of insight. Yeah. 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 It's factual. Yeah. So, so we like to look at life and we give thanks, you know. So, brother. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity. And, you, you know, um, let me say that again. Brother, thank you for this beautiful opportunity. And you know that I always want to do this with you, man. Nah, anytime. We're going to do, <laughs> like, do this more because this, right here, this, this is it's like with, with, medicine. With, with me and Rohan, it's, more, it's not so much as a, we're doing an episode or we're doing a segment. This is a lifelong journey that we both... You know, we both sharpen each other because I've learned a lot from Rohan. And, and it's not just today. We talk about it all Always. the time. We, we write each other. We, we, yeah. we, 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 but, we have a, but we have an opportunity to uplift and Others actually yep. help other people. And I think that's, that's the end goal, to, be able to put people this, in a position this, or put, even the mindset. Yeah. Because the mindset is where it starts. And that's one of the pillars of the creative Absolutely. life. Absolutely. You talk about the mindset. Because when you, when you shape the mindset, everything else will fall in place. That's what it is, yeah. because the thing starts there, you know. People think that everything starts here, but it really starts here. It starts right here. It starts <laughs> the way you look at things. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, hey, I want to appreciate Rohan. Thank I you. I mean, I thank Rohan for coming on, taking his time, you know, to kind of talk about things, because we have so many things to talk about. You know, this is right here is just a very small part <laughs> of me and Rohan's conversation so you'll see rohan more on the creative life podcast but this is more to give people insight give people a little bit of knowledge not from a historical standpoint but even from a present you know rohan's a entrepreneur he's a businessman you know he did everything you could possibly do and he <laughs> lives the life when we talk about creating life rohan lives that life you know like when I pull up on Rohan, you know, you don't, you don't know what to expect, but it's always going to be something that stands out that you can take and say, I can add to my collection or my lifestyle. So I appreciate you. you, Rohan. And until next time, brother. Rastafari. Right. <laughs> Thank you.